Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Hello and welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. This is Jessica and I've got KJ here with me. Taylor unfortunately has to take care of her children because her husband is away. And so we are taking on uh, the reins, taking the reins from her and doing this. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) We basically are happy to be here, but we are sad to be with Taylor Liss. So we thought that we would talk about what I would call a pet passion project of mine and KJ's, (laughs) which is we are very into simplifying our routines to make our life more doable. And so we're always sharing like our latest and greatest project with each other. And it's going great for both of us. We're just so happy and everything in our life is fixed. So we're here to help. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to um, share our bliss with you now. So basically that obviously isn't true, but we have found some valuable ways to make life a little bit easier, make it a little bit more structured. And for me, it's been so revolutionary and so helpful that I like want to tell everyone they should do it. And not everyone wants to do it. And that's fine. Yeah. But I want to tell you just in case you do want to do this and no one had told you like no one had told me so let's hop to it we're just gonna take turns sharing a favorite simplified routine until we decide that that's all the routines we have yeah I'm gonna start with kind of a silly one but it has been quite life-changing for me as of late okay so I am definitely one of those people that loves a good nighttime skincare routine. Mm, right. Like yes. if there can be five steps, fun. You know, I just enjoy yeah. it. It's like finally alone time and just I can just be and like wash my makeup off and it's great. However, I was noticing that I was coming to dread getting ready for bed because I would get the kids down I would go hang out with my husband and then you know 10 p.m rolls around and I am falling asleep on the couch yeah my thought is like the last thing I want to do right now is go upstairs and get ready for bed (laughs) so I decided that since this was a part of my routine that I generally like, I need to figure out a way to like it again. So now what my routine or order of events is, is I get the baby to sleep and then I go and do my nighttime routine. Very smart. I wash my face. I do that whole thing. I likely do not brush my teeth because I'm 
inclined likely to have gonna eat second dinner yeah of course eight or 9 p.m every night I would expect nothing different from yeah. anyone. Yes, thank you. But then all I have to do, like when I'm falling asleep on the couch, I'm like, oh, my face is already washed. All that's already taken care of. I'm already in pajamas. Oh. All I have to do is go upstairs and brush my teeth and go to the bathroom and get in bed. And people that do not go to the bathroom before they go to bed. How is that possible? So interesting to me. That is beside the point. I don't know. At uh, Bingo from Bluey calls it a tactical we. <laughs> because she's like, I don't really have to go. She's like, but I will go because it's a tactical we. Because yeah. you don't want to wake up having to go. It's a smart move. So, so yeah. yeah Anyways, there you go. That is just an example of like tweaking how you've been doing things slightly to make it just more enjoyable for you because now I'm getting alone time you know after bedtime which is a really like good yeah time right to when you need it yeah 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 very smart yep yes love it I love it okay my big one that we're gonna talk about is that I have a weekly meal plan. You do. And I repeat it. It's like for religious. Four months. Yeah. And I, yeah, it is a real thing. And it makes my life so easy. And I have recently added lunch and breakfast to my meal plan because I was having quite a time feeding two one-year-olds and one four-year-old and myself for those meals as well. Yeah. I was kind of loosey-goosey before when the twins weren't like eating real food, but it becomes so hard to feed toddlers so quickly. So I I now have everything structured. So let me like give you, I'll tell you what we've got going on for our, for this uh, season. It's my fall meal plan because I did it really late. And so it has continued. So I just, that makes it like I should have switched it, but yeah, summer really just, I just held onto it for a long time last year. So our meal plan, I have baby breakfast and a breakfast and adult breakfast. So we've got pancakes, then yogurt, then eggs and toast, then smoothies, which I usually combine with something a little bit more filling for Enna, but not for the babies. They're good with the, their smoothies. Then we have waffles or French toast. And the waffles are freezer waffles, you should know. So it's based on how much time I have. Then crepes, crepes, muffins. A lot of this is frozen already, like such as the muffins. So I don't have to like, I'm not making muffins on a Friday morning, you know. Um, for the adult breakfast, I we make breakfast hash from Chris Loves Julia. If you have never had it. You should try it. It is really good and a great way to get some vegetables for you adults in the morning. Then for lunch, we have quesadilla and then a snack plate, a little toddler charcuterie board, uh, noodles, which means mac and cheese. And then we have any leftovers. We do that one day. And then meatballs with pasta sauce and then chicken nuggets. And then my twins love their number one favorite food is lasagna. Oh, wow. So they get lasagna, but Anna hates it. So she does not have it. But that is the twins. I mean, they will eat 
an entire, not an entire like family size lasagna, but those single serve lasagnas, they will eat an entire one by themselves. So I like make a lasagna and then freeze it into like little portions for them. And then we cook it for lunch because they love lasagna. It's so weird, right? So then for dinner, one night is just a blanket uh, Mexican, like any version, right? But it basically is like, you can, I can do nachos. I can do a burrito. I can do a taco. I, that changes week to week. Mm. And that also is on every meal plan that I've ever had. So I, I always have that because it has like some variety within it. Then we have pizza, pizza night, always, always a classic. Now here's our, our winter foods. We've got shepherd's pie, wild rice and chicken, corn chowder, Zuppa Toscana soup, and then my mom makes Sunday dinner, so I don't have to do that one. So that's always a winner. <laughs> but so as you can see, like I literally have structured it so much. Then right underneath that, I have my entire grocery list for every meal that is on our meal plan. And I just go through the grocery list, put it into my grocery pickup, and I am not wasting a cent more than I have to because I'm not buying extra food. I am using the food and I'm also being very smart about it because like when I made shepherd's pie, I double it. And so it makes four weeks worth of shepherd's pie. So I have three more that are frozen. So I don't have to be cooking every week. It's just this genius thing that takes so much time and energy away. Like it saves so much time and energy at a time of day that you don't normally have time and energy. It's so much easier to once a month, cook four shepherd's pies and then just put them in the oven instead of having to cook a shepherd's pie every week. So I don't want you to think that I'm cooking shepherd's pie every week because I'm not. I'm planning ahead. So then I rotate. So like I'm actually only cooking like two meals a week. So like this week it was shepherd's pie and then the corn chowder because everything else I have some of it frozen and so I just reheat it. And so I do choose things that reheat pretty easily because for me, I do not like cooking every day. I do not like cooking ever, really, for getting down to it. But I do it. So, And I'm learning to like it a little bit, but just a little bit. So there you go. There's my genius hack for you. And you might think, will I get sick of these meals? You will not. Because if you actually look at what you eat, it probably is the same thing over and over again. You just spend a half an hour thinking about what to eat before you just choose that thing. So, and you have permission to change your meal plan at any point that you get sick of a meal that you put on there. It's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate shepherd's pie, shepherd's pie again. Like I chose it because I like it always. And if I ever got sick of it, I would switch to something else. Like you have the ability to do that. You're a human who can make choices. So there you go. But it makes my life so much easier. Three times a day. This is very genius because I need to do it for breakfast and lunch. Yes. That's that's been a big game changer because I just barely started that. And it is so nice. Yeah, because I feel like as much as I can offload into I don't even have to think about it because I already know what it's going to be, the better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm currently reading, so Jessica and I both read this book called The Lazy Genius Way. 
Yes. Really recommend it because it's kind of therapy-esque. Like it goes into Mm -hmm. maybe why you have certain thinking patterns and the way you do things, but it's basically how to be lazy and genius. The lazy genius about things. Yeah. It's basically like be smart about the things that are worth it and then be lazy about the things that aren't worth it, you know? Yeah. And I'm currently reading The Lazy Genius Kitchen. And right, I need to I need to get on that yeah, one. Yeah, she wrote another book. Yep. And so it's basically about prioritizing the things that matter to you. And mm-hmm. I think there are things that I would love to prioritize in my life right now. Like I don't love cooking, but I think I do like trying new things. Okay. If that makes sense. Like I yeah, do like getting a cookbook and being like, ooh, what do I what do I, I want? I want to try this recipe. Yeah. But with two small humans that I'm trying to wrangle all day, like dinner mm-hmm. prep just it's tough right now. And so I need to prioritize ease and speed yeah. with making Yeah, meals. like time and season, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so like I think even just that realization was like simplify your meals and just find like some core things that can be on the roster that are easy and cheap and fast. And so like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And then putting them into the weekly meal plan. Um, Mm -hmm. And then something to like spin off of that, that I do with meals is I try to only cook four nights a week. So Jessica's like simplified this even more, but like four nights a week. And so the other three, like one of those will be leftovers. Mm -hmm. One of those will be a date night or eating out. And then the other one will be just kind of like scrounge (laughs) because. Yeah. Like whatever's around. Yeah. There's always something. Yeah. Something's about to go bad. Something's excess. yeah, Yeah. There's. So then you're not wasting because a lot of times we tend to overbuy and then that just kind of helps, I don't know, minimize the waste. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's genius. And I do feel like you have to. Well, that's what like the beauty of my meal plan is that it's like so structured that there there still does become things where you're like, oh, I just have to have the spaghetti sitting in the just in case, you know, but then you get to a day where you're like, oh, I'm sick of this. Then you go and you look around and you're like, oh yeah, what do I need to get rid of today? You know, which is wonderful. There's always something that needs to be eaten, right? That you forgot, overlooked, whatnot, right? Yep. So is that your next one or do you have another routine for us? This is, um, just to go off that, I briefly mentioned we eat out once a week and it's paired with our date night. So, yes, just our date night routine to simplify. Yes, tell us. Um, mm-hmm. we, we do a lot of date nights in. That's just like our season of life right now. Um, yeah. But to make it, I guess, a little more fun is we switch off weeks. So, like, I think my husband is in charge of this week and I'm in charge of next week and we just rotate. So that person is in charge of like coming up with the activity and with the food. 
which is like eating out. Oh, and a nice. lot of times yeah. we're like, these are your three options. Pick which one you want. Um, okay. But yeah, we just do that because then it's kind of fun because you know every other week that the other person is going to be planning it. We try to yeah. have it not be related to watching shows and TV because right, that's a normal that is a normal nightly routine date for us. activity yeah. yeah exactly yeah and so we do that every day yeah it's not special yeah so so like some things we've done like game nights like board games or puzzles or um or like starting Gordon's this. survivor audition tape oh we completed his audition tape it is oh good admitted. i'm so happy i am okay shocked. good jeff probst has not called us already well it'll probably be soon yeah i would anticipate um, so yeah that was a date night um so yeah i think just simplifying that instead of it being like okay who's planning it or what are we gonna do or should we have a date night it's like no we have a date night every week mm-hmm. The day of the week can change depending on what's going on, but we know that you are planning it this week, yes. and I will just it's be excited to hear what the plan is that you have come up with, and it can be so short nice. and simple. Like, you know, we yeah. played Stratego last night, and he destroyed oh me gosh, in like throwback. 30 minutes, but it was yeah. fun. I. Yeah, we did play Monopoly once, and I killed Elliot, and it was so satisfying. So I do game. understand the, the ch- I know it was, and that's why it was so sweet at the end when <laughs> I was like, I just, I won everything. Oh, so good. Yes, so this is genius, and it's sharing the mental emotional load, which is great. Yes, definitely. So, I I'm clapping for you. Thank you. It's wonderful. How about you? Okay, my next thing is using Google calendars to plan out your entire year of chores which sounds very overwhelming (laughs) this is it's so much easier than I just made it sound like basically yesterday morning this is an example yesterday morning I got a notification on my phone that it was time to clean out my fridge so I began to clean out my fridge and then I just kind of like escalated from there where I just literally pulled out every. Well, OK, so I had seen an Instagram video where someone recommended storing your fruits and vegetables or well, your vegetables in the door of your fridge instead of in the drawers. Oh. So you can actually see what you have. Okay. And I was like, this is a very good idea because I often forget about the vegetables in my drawer. Right. Yeah. So so it escalated where I then pulled out everything in my entire fridge and cleaned it. Every I pulled out every single shelf and drawer. So what happens when you do something like this, when you do like a deep clean of something that needs to happen like semi-regularly, but not regularly at all? I take it and a year from yesterday, I put it in my phone as you need to clean out the entire fridge again, like pull out all the drawers and clean it. So then a year from now, I'm reminded if I have not done it yet, that I need to then go through and do that. So I do that for all of my like really big chores. So once a month, I have a reminder that I need to clean out my pantry. I have uh, once a month, my fridge, 
once a month cleaning out that gross thing in the dishwasher that gets really gross. You know what I'm talking about? On the mm-hmm. bottom of the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Um, cleaning out the disposal, cleaning the laundry machine with like that detergent thing. Um, cleaning out the car once a month and vacuuming it. So all of these things I have as reminders in my phone so that I can offload the task of remembering like, when was the last time I cleaned my car? I don't have to think about that because I know it was the last time that it was in my phone. Right. And so I just wait. And if there's a day where I'm like, I have a lot of energy, I'll clean my car right now. Then I delete the old like repeating task and I change it to the new date. And then a month from then I clean it. Right. So I can do it based on my energy level, but then I can also know and be reminded if I haven't done it yet, I can be like, oh, okay, this popped up on my phone today. I need to get that done. And that's very helpful for someone like me who can very easily let six months go by and then be like, oh yeah, I haven't ever vacuumed my car because I am not someone who thinks about these things. So I have to have them in my phone written as a recurring task so that I know to do them. I love that. And it's really great. And I can, you know, I do ones that are like once a year, like clean out the entire storage room or clean the garage. And then some that are once a week, which is just budgeting. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have anything else that's once a week. Most things are monthly though. And it's really great. So then I don't have to think about all the tasks that I have to do. It's just in my phone and it will remind me. Thank you, phone. I love that. Love. My next thing. I have a grandmaster packing list on my phone. Oh, genius. Yes. And it is genius. very detailed. Um, last year, we went to Oregon for a month. Jessica's actually about to do this this year. Same thing. I'm excited oh, yeah. for her. Um, yeah, I just want to be like KJ. It'll be awesome. So for that trip, I spent maybe a week or two before, like when I'd randomly think about things that I wanted to take, I would put it on this packing list and there were categories. So it's like Mm -hmm. kid miscellaneous. So that's things like um, any like outlet covers or like oh so smart kid fingernail clipper yeah stuff like fingernail clippers like you know just like the random like kid crap random stuff Um, yeah and then and you wouldn't have to bring all that for like maybe an overnight trip but we were staying there for a long no but like but that's why I did it then because it was like so detailed and Mm -hmm. so there was like kid miscellaneous clothes food like feeding stuff um diaper bag you know um yeah and then every subsequent trip we took I just referred to that like grandmaster packing list because it was Mm -hmm. like over detailed and I would just put like an emoji check mark next to the things that I had packed and not everything would be checked for every trip but then I would go back and delete the check marks for the next trip and pack again. And, and then let do me it again. Tell That's you so genius. That I accidentally deleted my grandmaster packing list. And so no. I didn't have it. I was like so sad about Ugh. it. I didn't make it again <laughs> for our so Thanksgiving sick. and Christmas road trips. And for both of those trips, I forgot you forgot something. Things. Like over Christmas, I forgot my glasses. So I was pretty oh, much blind yeah. for a week. 
Like, oh, wonderful. Yes. I don't wear contacts. And so I just, I couldn't see the TV <laughs> Can't for see. a week. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> this is why the Grandmaster packing list is so great and so important. So important. And I, just, I will be developing that. Yeah. Over the next week and a half. I have like halfway packing list, you know, mm-hmm. but I do not have what you are speaking of, which would be so helpful. So I will be developing that. Yeah. I and, wish I uh, could send you mine, yeah. but I'll. I deleted it. I just need to make Yeah, sure. I mean, that is a tragedy. Well, I'll create mine and then I'll send it to you so Thank you can. You. And <laughs> then I'll have you review it and be like, what am I forgetting? Yes, <laughs> because yes. you would know. Exactly. So smart. That is so smart. I love it. I love it. Okay. We'll each do one more. Okay. Oh my gosh. So much pressure. What <laughs> do I want my last one to be? <laughs> okay. My last one, as always must be capsule wardrobes but mm. this is a capsule wardrobe for your kids because i've we've already talked about capsule wardrobes for us yeah. which actually this is a side note i did have a goal to wear everything that i owned cuz i was kind of like getting out of my capsule like i had too many clothes you know and i needed to like pare it down but then i found out about the waste in the fashion world and I was like, I can't waste all these clothes. So I actually have gone through and I've been wearing everything that I own, which is a very interesting process. If you want to encourage yourself not to just like buy clothes willy nilly, force yourself to wear everything that you own and you'll be like, why did I purchase this? Mm-hmm. And it will make you a much more conscientious purchaser in the future. Yeah. Anyways, a big thing is capsule wardrobes for my kids. It's so nice, so helpful. So basically what you want to do is choose one color that everything matches with. So in the summer, I do like jeans color. What color is that? Blue. Blue is the color. But like jeans, you know? And then in the winter, I do black. So like instead of buying like leggings that are black and blue and gray and everything, you know, and then like some shirts can go with these and some can go with this and some are pink, but there's different shades of pink when you have a girl, you know, like it gets very confusing. You just choose one color and everything has to be able to match with it. And if you have that one color in mind, everything can match with each other pretty much, which is nice. And you keep all bottoms completely neutral. So I don't buy Anna anymore. I have in the past, but I am no longer buying like the random pink that are like so cute and so wonderful, but also they only go with one shirt, which is not very helpful when you're having a four-year-old dress herself and then she comes out in the one shirt that it absolutely does not go with, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's very helpful in having matching outfits and coordinating outfits, and it really helps minimize how many articles of clothing you have to buy because you really only need a couple of bottoms and then you can have you know your seven tops and they're a toddler so who cares if they're repeating outfits not me personally I would much rather use that money on more fun things than buying clothes and then I can always get like one or two really fun really cute outfits that I like love because I've really simplified all the other things right so like for my twins Every size, I'll get them one outfit that's like the same for both of them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like a yeah. twin, like a twin outfit. Mm-hmm. And I can put my money towards that. And then everything else is just like very simplified and streamlined. It makes life so much easier 
as a parent trying to like coordinate outfits and then you don't have to worry about like grandma coming in and dressing them and being like what on earth is my child wearing because some people sometimes go to the hospital for two and a half months and every time their daughter is brought to the hospital you think how on earth did you think that those pants match that shirt how is this possible I don't understand so then you learn to really simplify so that people cannot dress her the wrong way because apparently the only one who knows what matches in the world apparently oh my gosh so I love that there you go I've also heard the tip of like you just buy all the same color socks Oh, yeah, that's so smart. Which I 100% Very smart. plan to do once yeah. Walker's grown out of his Lightning McQueen socks that my mom bought him. You know, she's she's well, actually I mean, bought all this kid's socks, and I haven't had to buy any. But once those are all gone, you. we're probably just going black. Yeah. And the other thing you can do is just, like, have all their bottoms be the same color. I yeah. mean, that's even easier, yeah. you know. Like, black leggings all the way, and then you can have fun tops, yeah. you know. So, yes. Genius. Okay, my last one. All right, this is it. To wrap last this one. up. It's about goals or habits. Oh, Simplifying yes. goals and habits. We're in the new year. And if people are like me, they just set a million goals. Mm-hmm. So lofty. My life will be different in 2023. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be a whole new person. Um, and so far I am. You are. You broke up with your phone. I broke up with my phone, and I've walked ten thousand steps a day. Yeah, but I only did two goals. So no, <laughs> that's that, how come I could do that. Th- exactly. This is it. You okay. Simplified, and you pared down. So this is my strategy for this, um, because I've realized that I don't have the energy or capacity to do all these million new things in my day that I wanted to do. Right. So mm-hmm. instead, Fair. I'm doing. I'm focusing on one habit. A month. Oh, so, so smart. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So this yeah. month, the habit I want to do every day is no spend. It's a no spend month. So I'm not spending Jeez. any money on things for myself as far as like clothes, makeup, skincare, yada, yada. I'm using mm-hmm. what I have and I'm living with it. And so for... Yeah. 30 days, however many days are in January, I'm focusing on the no spend habit. And so good. Yeah. Then Genius. My goal for next month, what was it? I feel like I, I, maybe it was drinking water. No, it's the, the thing I talked about at the beginning about my, um, skincare routine doing it. Oh, right. Um, after I put the kids at the earlier time, it's not like I was realizing that it's not completely solidified as far as right. You need to like do it daily for 30 days to make it like an, a regular part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I noticed instead of something that you're like, Oh yeah, I'm doing that. So you are actually doing it that. And I was like, okay, that will be my goal for February that I just do that Mm -hmm. every day. And then for March, I think it's, I want to drink like, two of my hydro flasks a day or something and then mm-hmm. like at the end of the year I'm gonna see which habits stuck and which habits yeah. didn't and obviously there's not there's some that I'm not gonna do every day like I'm not gonna do no spend days forever but mm-hmm. hopefully some of that will 
come out as far as like I'm just more intentional with my purchases and I'm not yeah you're learning something spending things willy-nilly because I was influenced on Instagram or something Mm -hmm. um or I'm like drinking a little more water or I've solidified certain parts of my routine and we'll just see like what is left at the end of the year it will be so interesting to see well and I think it's also going to be a good practice in like which habits lend themselves better to becoming habitual and which ones are like harder to hold on to. It'll be very interesting to just see like month to month, which ones are you really able to grasp and which ones are kind of like, Ooh, this is like a little bit harder for me or, you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah. We're not meant to. Or if like by July you're like totally burnt out or if you're like, because you're switching it so much, it still is working. I'm very curious. I'll want an update. You know? Yeah. It's genius, though. I mean, truly, just focusing on one thing instead of the 12 things that you want to do all at once, that's very smart. Um, yes, thank you for being excited about it. I'm excited to see how it goes. <laughs> and we can let you guys know, you know, if we do another... We'll keep you updated. You know? um, just, yeah, an update on how we've simplified routines. It's all about... Uh, decision fatigue and like reducing the amount of decisions you have yes. to make in a day so that you yeah, have just that makes energy to put so towards everything else on your plate towards so. towards what I don't know that's the thing is like there's so much on my plate I just need all of that extra energy I don't it doesn't go anywhere specifically it just yeah. goes towards the never-ending hole <laughs> that is running after twins yes so. seriously all right it's so great Well, thanks for tuning in. See ya. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryich from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.